Hey everybody, Justin Van Patten here and just having an amazing day. I was reading a study this morning talking about just kind of demographics of uh, the political sphere right now. I found it very interesting because me personally, I find myself uh, conservative, but very kind of centrist in the middle. Like I don't really care about most of the issues that are like... Let me correct myself. I care about the issues, okay? The actual issues, I care about. But I feel that going and starting fights with people and mobs and all that kind of stuff, I don't feel those are super helpful to anyone. And I feel that they cause more uh, problems and um, divide people more, and I don't find them super, uh, beneficial, you know, like, and, uh, in the study I was reading, it was talking about, you know, the radical right, and the progressives, and all this, and, and it was talking about how combined, both of them add up to a very small amount. Like a, a ridiculously small amount. It was something like thirteen percent combined. The two of the two of them together combined add up to about thirteen percent, which left this crazy eighty-seven percent of people who didn't want to take part in the drama that they have going on. Which personally. I love, I totally, I totally loved that thought. It's like, it's like, you know, if if you watch the news right now, okay, or you watch um, social media or you're involved in, or even if you just try to watch like, let's say comedy, which is pretty much ruined at this point in a lot of ways by political correctness. Um, you would think that most people think in that direction of political correctness, of right versus left and all this, where in actuality, most people, 87%, and of course this is 87% of the people that the study was done with, obviously, just like any other study, um, but 87% of the people didn't want anything to do with any of it. They thought political correctness was a joke and was kind of ruining things for people. And they thought that both sides were crazy and they didn't want anything to do with the far right or the far left. And so you have, so if you watch the media, you, you see two sides, you see the right and you see the left. But if you read this study, you see three groups, right? I wouldn't say three sides because You can have two sides, but there is a group in the middle and it is the exhausted majority is what they're calling it. So it's a, it's a larger group by, oh, something like eight times, seven times larger than both of the radical groups combined. And it is the exhausted majority. It's all the people that want nothing to do with any of the drama. 
that realize that there are problems in the United States that could definitely use our attention, but aren't wanting to start a war with the other side to fix it. Because I don't know if you guys are aware of this. I'm sure you are. You're smart people. Um, The people that are actually, you know, causing the problems are probably mostly dead and it's just been like like a lot of the things I see that people are mad about is stuff that is still in place from a long time ago right and things are slowly getting better for minorities things are slowly getting better for women and all these different things and different sexual preferences and it just it just brings us to this place where it's like oh yeah well Obviously, things were horrible 20, 30, 40, 80 years ago. Yeah, for sure. I can see that that was an archaic time. We live in a completely different world now. So the world is slowly adjusting for the way that things are changing. But still, you still have people that are like, yeah, totally. Things are changing, but God's still good. People are still naturally sinners so we all need help so that's kind of how we're living for me at least right and then you have the other the other uh the other groups that are like no that all this is wrong and in order to fix it we need to root out nazism and fascism and all these different things and it's like well i personally agree with that Nazism, fascism, all these things, they they are not, they've inherently been bad things over the years, so I think we're, we're in agreement on that, um, I might not agree with your tactics, but from the sounds of it, we're pretty much in agreement, um, but yet then they will take to the streets and attack people that have nothing to do with any of it, um, this just happened in Portland this last weekend, um, there was a there was a law and order march, if that's, uh, if that is ironic enough for you, um, this was the Patriot Prayer Group, and they were joined by other groups, because, you know, I don't know if you're aware of this, but anytime you have a march, anybody can show up, whether they agree with your values or not, just like I'm sure, uh, I'm sure when Antifa showed up to uh, to say, well, no, we're marching against you who are marching for law and order. So in, in essence, uh, they are marching against law and order, um, which doesn't make sense to me. But, you know, that's just that's just me. How, how could I make sense out of craziness? Well, you really can. Um, but it brings us to this place of people are opposing the other side that actually they, they tend to agree on a lot of different things. So in order to, you know, carry out this, well, there are bad guys and we are against the bad guys. We are putting ourselves opposed to each other, which aren't even necessarily bad guys, 
right? And it's and it's just this crazy thing that it's like, okay, well, you, you guys are you guys are anti-fascists. Sweet. I think we all are anti-fascists. I think we are all anti-racism. Not just about like the majority, but we don't feel the need to go and harass people that are just trying to get to work because those probably aren't fascists and if those people happen to be white that doesn't make them fascists either but screaming you know racial slurs at them because of the color of their skin really seems to be not supporting anti-fascism and it just creates this like okay well those guys over there they don't make any sense and then you have racism, which nobody I know agrees with. Everybody thinks that's stupid, right? And then you have all these people who are in the middle. And all these people in the middle are just sitting there scratching their heads because all the news talks about is that this mob over here is not a mob. Um, we're not going to be some, we're not going to be civil because the the people on the other side aren't being civil. And it's like, oh, what? Can you show me the the people who are not being civil? And if you're going to show me the two groups that are sitting there fighting in the street, um, I don't think they showed up to be civil. I don't, I don't think either side um, that shows up with weapons, granted, maybe to protect themselves, right? Because um, Antifa themselves have taking kind of a, we'll attack you, we'll throw bottles of pee at you, we'll bear mace you, all these kind of things, which can seem a little, uh, a little assaultive, you know, you can't really show up to somebody else's party with weapons and say, well, we're here to defend ourselves, it's like, well, what are you doing here at all, we are marching for law and order, sir, what are you marching against, right, but even the people who are marching for law and order, some of them, showed up with with weapons to to protect themselves and it's like you have all these people who are showing up to to a gathering saying well we just want law and order we just want peace and bringing uh bringing weapons with them and i don't know about you but if i'm just if i'm walking up to a policeman saying i want law and order i do not brandish a weapon right and you could say, well, this is different. You're fighting a mob. Mobs have no rules. They, uh, they'll do whatever they want. And I would agree with you. And I would agree that both sides are kind of turning into mobs. Um, and you have, so you have Antifa, which is pro-mob. But you can't call, the media won't call them that. So, I will. And then, you have the people who are tired of seeing this mob go out and harass people. So we have Antifa and then we have Anti-Mob, which it's a mob fighting Antifa and they're against this mob. But in, in fighting this mob, they've started their own. And so now you have two mobs fighting each other in the streets in Portland. And that right there, is the 13%. And then you have all of us watching them, saying, you guys are ridiculous, go home, 
Get a job. Okay? <laughs> Go home, get a job. Make yourself valuable to humanity. If you if you want to make a difference in the world, then go make a difference. But throwing bottles of pee on people downtown Portland, um, that just makes you look silly. And makes you look like a bully. And um, I find a, find it hard to relate with, with that kind of a, a mission. And if this makes sense to you, don't be surprised. Because 87% of us feel this way. And I feel the real travesty right now is that we, the 87% of the exhausted majority, are not being represented in the media. We are not being represented in the Senate, we are not being represented in the argument of, hey, you guys are crazy, stop it, right, you have the folks at the DNC saying, oh, we're not going to be civil, and then you have, I don't know, everybody else, I I tend to lean a little bit more right, so I I haven't seen a whole lot of people on the right being like, well, yeah, we won't be civil either, Um, I'm sure those people are out there, and but, like, you, ha- you have people who, like, if you're a Democrat right now, your party is saying, wow, people are trying to tell us what to do, so we're not going to be civil. And you might agree with that and say, well, we need to, we need to be uncivil. Um, I don't feel that this is... Uh, this is a good idea because me personally, I think that that's one of the few things that separate us from the animals is our ability to speak, to relate, to debate. These are wonderful things that uh, come with civility. Uh, if you are not a civil person, you will not be having a conversation. You will be yelling at people on the street. If you are not a civil person, you will not be uh, trying to talk to them. You will be trying to attack them. Um and I think this call for incivility is a dangerous thing because, for the most part, you have good people who just happen to sit on a side, okay? But on that side, there are also some freaking crazies. And these crazies on both sides, when you call for incivility, whether it's for your side or against your side, uh, it makes you, gives you a tendency to react. When somebody says, hey, I'm coming for you, I have your address, you, be- you better watch out, what's your first, what's your first uh, reaction? Are you going to say, oh, man, I'm not worried about that person. Or is your first response to be like, I'm getting a baseball bat, I'm getting a gun, I'm going to protect my house, I'm going to protect my family. Uh, And it has a tendency to put you on the defense. And I'm not saying that the defense is not a good place to be, because it has its purpose. Defending ourselves, defending our lives, defending our families, these are very important things. But... When you call for an attack on people, it puts them on the defense. 
And when you're on the defense for long enough, it makes you paranoid. When you get paranoid, you tend to take offense. And I think this is what's going on, is people think that they're being attacked, even though they're not. And you do have Antifa in Portland and um, that thing in Charlottesville and... um, it's like, yeah, these are these are things, and those were events where people did get attacked. But for the most part, people are not attacking people. Um, like you have these random events of people that are attacking each other, and then for the most part, you have people who are not. We're just living life, and I think we need to call out to our representatives we need to call out to the media and we need to demand that they start representing the exhausted majority because there's even a part of this study when referring to the exhausted majority that kind of worries me a little bit because say you are somebody who goes to work And you work long days, every day. Say you work 18-hour shifts, which doesn't usually happen, but say you do. Say you work 18-hour shifts, six days in a row. By that seventh day, you are going to be exhausted. And if you get home and you have the job of being a parent or being a husband or being any of those things, you're not going to do them very well, okay? And I think that's the part that worries me is although we may be the majority that are exhausted, exhaustion leads to fatigue, fatigue leads to sickness, which leads to death, and that is my worry, is that the exhausted middle will get so exhausted that they just give up, and they don't necessarily die, but they stop caring, their will dies, their, their, their will to fight this ridiculousness dies, and we get to the point where we're just like, okay, fine. You two can just kill each other. Go do whatever you're going to do. And when we as the majority give in to the loud minority, that's when crazy, horrible things happen. When the people who actually have their head on straight stop caring and just throw their hands in the air. This leads to a place where both groups will take tensions, will take the conflict to a whole nother level. And then usually war comes after that. And I'm not saying we're on the brink of war, but I am saying if we don't stand up for ourselves, if we don't um, fight back is the wrong term, but just, just stand up, make yourself heard. Like we are 
the majority. And we are tired of this garbage. And we could easily make ourselves heard. And if we get loud enough and we push back against these people who say, no, 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 we're all this way. Oh, no, 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 we're all this way. And you have these two two sides claiming everyone because, well, of course, you have to be a left or a right. How many hands do you have? Two. Well, which one's your favorite, the left or the right? Well, what if I don't have a favorite? What if I have a third hand? What if I like both of my hands? Like, you don't have to pick a side because the middle is the majority. But the more that these polarizing views get pushed, the more that it seems that the loud minority is the majority, the more people will think that they need to pick one of these two sides. And once that happens, once these there's a tipping point where people feel like they're the minority, so they have a tendency to join a group because they don't want to be the minority. Because it's minor. You want to be the major. Right? And if you feel like you are in the minority, you have a tendency to join a majority. Well, right now, the media and everything else makes it seem like the craziness is the majority. It is not. The craziness is the minority. And then there is the exhausted majority. And we need to become revitalized, we need to find our voice, we need to make ourselves heard, so that people know they are not alone. We are very much the same. We are tired of all those kids throwing fights against each other, and it's time that we are heard. Love you guys. Have a good day.